Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everybody, Amy here. I'm just popping in before the start of each episode this week to let you know that this week is the end of our ADHD series. We'll go back to normal broadcasting next week, normal episodes dropping on a Monday. This week what you're going to see is each day, Monday to Friday, is a little episode popping in that is a PS episode simply because each of the guests that I interviewed came back to me afterwards and said, oh my goodness, these are the things that I forgot to say. And I thought initially, that's fine, that happens with every episode. But then I realised, actually, it's an ADHD thing and what more perfect way to celebrate the end of our ADHD series than a PS from our guests. And so each day you'll have a different little PS. It's a different type of episode. I'm just giving them kind of free reign, share what you want to share. They've got their notes so nothing gets forgotten. Enjoy those. On Friday you'll hear from me and we'll go to an episode today. So let's get started. Welcome to The Art of Decluttering. I am Amy. And as you heard at the top of this episode, I have one of our guests with us from our ADHD series. Hi, Jodie. Hello. It's good to be back here. It's so good to have you back. Listeners, I'm just kind of going to let Jodie share. I'm going to give her the stage. Um, I may jump in with some questions and some, oh, my goodness, that's incredible. Why didn't I think of that? Things. Um, But I really do want to let Jodie have opportunity to share with you some PS things um, that she wish she got to share with you in the main episode. So hit us up, Jodes. Okay. So in the last episode, I feel like we went on so many different tangents that weren't necessarily related to organising and decluttering. And yet I had a whole page of notes that I didn't even look at. So um, today it's more about some of the practical things that I do around my house um, that make my life easier. So I'll start with the kitchen because I spend so much of my time in the kitchen. So with a family of five, it's all the preparing for meals and then the cooking and then the cleaning up. So anything that can make any of those stages easier is a bonus. So something that I've only started doing recently, but um, I'm finding really helpful is to prepare the dry ingredients for recipes. So I've got some spice jars. So I've got um, the ones I've got set up at the moment. I've got butter chicken and 
Mexican beef. So I've put together all the, the spice mixes so that when I'm cooking, I don't need to spend time measuring everything out. And, you know, I've got like onion and garlic burning while I'm trying to measure out the right ingredients and make sure I don't stuff it up. And um, now with this spice mix, I can just tip the whole jar in, keep cooking. It's so much easier. And I, I found that, um, so setting up the jars as a standalone activity is much easier for me because I'm just focusing on that. I can, there's less, less margin for ever, error because I'm concentrating on what ingredients and how much and I'm not distracted while I'm you know, cooking everything else or having kids around. So I can do that part of the preparation anytime and then just have it ready to go when I've got the pressure of cooking dinner. And same with, um, I've started doing it with baking as well. So sometimes I've seen like for gifts, you can buy jars of like brownie mix or cookie mix and that sort of thing. So I've started doing that with some of the things that I cook regularly. So again, just have all the, all the dry stuff ready to go. So then when I'm baking, I just need to add in the extra thing, extra things. So it's almost like uh, making your own packet mix. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cheaper and healthier and, I've got it on hand. That's a um, great idea. Yeah, and so part of, um, like I'm still trying to get into kind of a regular routine with my week, but at the moment Mondays, uh, part of that is like food preparation. So part of, yeah, one of, one of the activities or <laughs> tasks in that is uh, preparing these jars of mixes so that it makes things easier later in the week. Um, also, sometimes when... I know that I'm going to be like I have something I need to bake or even for preparing dinner. Sometimes just as I'm going about my day in the house, as I go through the kitchen, I might just get the recipe out and get the ingredients out and put them on the bench as the first step. And then later on get like either measure the ingredients out or or even just put the measuring, like the right measuring spoons or cups there. And if I need mm. to, then I'll put two there so I don't get confused. And so it's just breaking things down into smaller steps and spreading them out over the day makes it easier because, yeah, with three young children, sometimes making dinner is a high-pressure time. There's a lot of noise and activity and it's really hard for me to concentrate and to not stuff up what I'm doing. So if I can, yeah, do some of the steps earlier in the day, that yeah, it makes it a lot easier later for me. I really like that idea. And I'm thinking if I was to do that, what I would probably do is get like a, a tray or a like something to kind of designate that spot on the bench and so I, every time I looked at it I'd be able to see what was there instead of like did I get that spoon out for dinner tonight or is that because I just emptied the dishwasher <laughs> which is where I would get stuck but I like the idea of like yeah I've got a tray or I've got a spot and that's where it, that's where the action's happening and it's not time restraint it's actually like I've got all the time in the day. Yeah yeah some people might say well, you have to do the tasks anyway. Why not just do it all at once? But I guess with the way my brain works, if I can, yeah, spread it out and just have one small thing to do at a time, that is a lot easier to achieve. That's fantastic. That's cool. What? So oh. that's kitchen. Have you got another spot? Uh, um, just one more thing about the kitchen that I wanted to add. Oh, yeah. Um, is with the pantry. So I last decluttered it a couple of months ago. So I got everything out got rid of heaps of stuff and then when I was putting things back I was automatically putting them back the way that I always have so putting jars and tins together putting rice and legumes together and pasta and kind of grouping them like that and then I'm like 
hang on, why don't I set this up according to how I actually use these items? And so I put pasta sauce with the pasta and uh, red lentils there because the only time I like the only thing I cook with these lentils is a bol like a bolognese mix. And so I put them together because when I'm cooking, I just want to go to one spot in the pantry and grab them all out. Or when I'm doing the shopping list, be able to just look in the one spot rather than go, okay, check the jars, check the pasta. Um, oh, my gosh. I need my yes button right here. <laughs> this is me wishing that I pulled it out of the drawer before we started recording. That's brilliant. Um, and then, yeah, there's other items like nuts that I realised I use some of them for baking and for sweet stuff and some of them I use for savoury. And so I've separated them in the different parts of the pantry where I've got those ingredients. So I think makes so much sense. Yeah, since getting diagnosed, like more and more I'm thinking, do what works for me. Like don't just do what other people do or what I've been taught is the way to do things. It's like, no, what will actually make my life easier based on yeah, how I do things. Brilliant. So other other things around the house. Um I came up with this phrase that I, I told you. It was specifically for the last episode. I didn't even use it for talking about um, intentional multiples because a lot of yes. decluttering stuff that I read about or hear about um, talk about getting rid of like double ups of things. And, you know, I, I read lists of here's 20 things that you can declutter straight away. And I'd go through and go, no, 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 these things actually make my life easier. So, yeah, intentionally buying or having extras of some items um yeah just cuts out steps like, so one example is having rubbish bins in every room of the house so uh, like I was mentally going through and going yeah actually it is it is every room <laughs> that we have one and so some people say that's excessive or they get in the way or they just look ugly or whatever but when you've got a house full of ADHDs just like if, if I'm working at my desk and I have to get up and go to another room like first think of where there is a bin to put something in there that'll just like disrupt my flow of what I'm doing or mm -hmm. I'll get distracted when I go to the other room or like there's just so much potential for things stuffing up and taking longer than they need to and if I've got a bin right there I can put the rubbish in it stops me from having rubbish lying around and then yeah you apply that to everyone in the house like the kids bedrooms or you know the main living areas just by having extra bins around um, means that the rubbish <laughs> actually gets in them and then it's just easy to go around and empty them you know, on rubbish night rather than, yeah. Yeah, the I mean, having random rubbish. Yeah, yeah, it's already in yes. bins. So, yeah. I just, I had never realized we do the same. We have a bin in every single room in the house, including like the laundry. And we have, I just, you might be the same. We have a tissue box, box of tissues in every single room. Yeah, we have a lot. We have, our other thing is um, <laughs> dirty clothes baskets. I've got ah, a lot of them yep. because kids' socks in the lounge room. Like, why, when they're watching TV, why do they <laughs> pull their socks off or, you know, pull a jumper off and it just ends up on the couch. I'd rather just have a basket like nearby that they can, or even if they don't put it in, at least it's easy for me to scoop it up and yeah. chuck it in there. So That's cool. Can I, and I, I said I wouldn't interrupt with stories. I literally <laughs> set up, um, uh, I was working with an ADHD the other day and she found the same thing. It was like, why does my lounge room always have dirty clothes in it? And so we set up a dirty clothes basket and then the lounge room. And she was like, why did I never think of this? I was like, I know, because like the rules say you have a dirty clothes basket in the bathroom or we're in the bedroom or whatever, but that doesn't work for you. You need it in the lounge room. Um, yeah. And then when I went and saw her the second time, she's like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's little things like that. Well, they seem little, like it's a little change, but it makes such a big difference. And then the flow and effect of 
oh, my space looks cleaner. I feel calmer now. I can attack other tasks that, like, it, mm-hmm. it just flows on just by having, yeah, things that are intentional so and just kind of cut out the steps. Of are there other time. things that are intentional duplicates for you? Um, yes. So there's some items of clothing that I have uh, two or more of. So there was a jumper that I got last year that I really liked and then I was like, I, I spill a lot of food on myself. So I was so scared of stuffing up this jumper and I'm like, well, I don't want to not wear it because I don't want to make it dirty, but I also don't want to have stains down the front. And so I bought an extra and I'm thinking, oh, people are going to see my wardrobe and be like, why have you got two of the same thing? But I'm like, it works for me. It's so comfy. I love that jumper. So now I've got spares and I've always got, well, one spare, but it means while one gets washed, I've got another one. And then same with um, just like basic t-shirts and leggings so I often have like just plain black t-shirt and colored bottom or plain leggings colored top like I just yeah having a lot of the same basics just works for me and also from a sensory sensory perspective as well like if I find something that's really comfortable I'd rather buy extras of that same thing rather than try something different just because I need to have different items of clothing um and having something that that isn't comfy so if I yeah, I just forget. If you find something, if you're onto a good thing, then stick to it. So, yeah. <laughs> Said every ADHD ever. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Can I, um, one of the things you said around like leggings is you, you buy multiples. What I found really helpful is I don't just have multiple leggings. I have exactly the same pair because then I'm not going through trying to find the pair I like. And so I literally will buy the exact same style, color, size, everything the same length because then, then it's genuinely a duplicate and I don't have to go, oh, is that the one with the three quarter lengths or the full length? (laughs) 
yeah, so I've got my three quarters on one shelf and my full length on another shelf, but they're all from the same shop. They're all, yeah. they're all going to feel the same when I put them on and know that they're going to work. So, yeah. Um, I think there were other, oh yeah, even just other items that I know that I lose frequently or mis, yeah, just misplaced. So things like sunnies. There's no way that I can ever buy an expensive pair of sunnies because they'll either get broken or lost. And so I just buy cheap ones from Kmart, but whenever I buy them, I buy about three pairs at once so that I can have one in the car. I can have one. I keep one in the laundry because when I'm hanging out washing, I often wear sunnies so don't the glare from the sun. Um, and then have one in like whatever bag or backpack or, yeah, I just, I know what I'm like. And so to prevent having to run around trying to find them or, go without them and then, you know, I get migraines from having the bright sun. It's just easy to buy extras and put them in places where I know that I'll use them. And so I was thinking, like, maybe you can correct me on this if this is right, but for me, I I think of clutter as being extra things that you're not actually using. Mm. But if I'm intentionally getting something that's making my life easier, then I don't see it as clutter. It's just extra. It's not. No, no, no. That's helping you live the life that you want, it's adding value, it's important, it's useful, 100%, um, you know, like the bins. Yes, maybe it's weird that we have like nine bins in our house, but that's not clutter. <laughs> we don't have nine bins not being used. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm t- on team Jody with the sunglasses if that's what <laughs> works for you. And then other, like for me, if I buy cheap sunglasses, I don't value them as much and so I lose them. So for me, I've got like prescription sunnies, but I only have two pairs, one in each car. Because if I know that if I get more, I will lose them. <laughs> so you've got to yeah. know yourself, which is, I think, yeah. yeah, an important part of what you're saying. So the other big area where I spend a lot of time and energy is with washing. So um, some of the things that I do came about out of necessity. So the first house that we lived in when we got married, we had hardly any line space and it was in the shade most of the time. So I learned to be (laughs) economical in how I use um, that line space. And so anything that can be hung gets hung. So any tops and dresses all go on a coat hanger because so initially it was because it takes less room. But now I just, yeah, I just find it easier to either put things straight from the clothesline into the wardrobes or mm-hmm. things that like I tried for a while hanging all my t-shirts and it just annoyed me I'd rather have them in a drawer that works for me so I just fold them off the hangers into a basket and then they're still rinsed just put straight in a drawer and I don't know if hanging stuff makes things less wrinkly I think they do but the only reason I own an iron is for kids name labels <laughs> you need to just get a sharpie that's what i do now so i might not even need that. um no no i bought a, bought a whole bunch of of labels that are cute and colorful so um but yeah i don't iron anything a washing machine has an easy iron option which i don't really know exactly what it does differently to the other cycles but i use it for business shirts and school uniforms and then hang the stuff straight away and then put them in the cupboards. So, brilliant. Yeah, I don't, and I've never owned a dryer, so I don't know if that's what makes clothes wrinkly and why other people do ironing, or if I just have lower standards of how clothes look. But I have no idea because we don't iron, but I don't put my clothes in the dryer. 
So I have no idea. Can't answer that question. <laughs> See what works for you. Yeah. yeah. I, the last time I ironed, it was um, a shirt for my husband. We were going to a wedding and I ended up putting more wrinkles in the shirt than <laughs> what they were, you know, initially there was like kind of the crinkly sort of wrinkles, but then they were like full creases after I, I'm just like, why am I even doing this? It didn't look that bad before. And so I've yeah. never bothered ironing since because I'm like, it's just frustrating. I'm not good at it. I don't really want to learn because I don't see the need for no. it. I hey, found pointless, places. annoying. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be people like, going, no, you have to iron. But again, do what works for you. Um, ironing doesn't work for me, so I don't do it. But yeah, I found ways that, that do work for the washing. So That's awesome. Now, anything PPPPS you've written <laughs> down because I know you wrote notes. Uh, ask so me in 10 minutes after, after the call, I'll think of. That's all um, right. You can jump into the Facebook community if you think of other things. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just having a look. I think the only other thing that I would say that works for me and um, I think I found a lot of a lot of freedom in thinking about this. It was a few years ago, um, like I had so much pressure on myself to stay on top of the dishes. Well, dishes and washing are like the big just mm-hmm. ongoing tasks in a family um, and feeling like there's the expectation that all the dishes should be done at the end of the day, clear benches to start the new day. And while I would love to have that happen I'd love to come out in the morning and have that the amount of energy required to make that happen and especially when my kids were younger like they they would not go to bed like it would be really late like 9 30 10 o'clock before I could start to do anything like whether it was tidying up or having time to myself or so then if I did like the full dishes full tidy up of the kitchen it'd be so late and I was so tired that I'm like this actually isn't worth it for my limited time and energy and mental capacity and all of that Um, And so I started to just tell myself if I do one part of dishes and one part of washing every day, so depending on what capacity I have, that might be just emptying the dishwasher and just leave the next dishes there. But then the next day it'll be like, well, now I need to actually wash dishes. Or with the washing it might be I've got some towels folded, I'll just put them in the cupboard. Other days it's really sunny or I've got lots of time, I'll churn through like three loads of washing and get it all out and so just by doing something I know that I'm constantly moving forward it's not going to get completely out of control and yeah it'll fluctuate depending on what I can do and the other family members as well like I don't I don't do all the dishes and all the washing so my husband and I will yeah we know that we each have different amounts of energy on different days so sometimes he'll be like yep just want to listen to a podcast and churn through all the dishes and get it all done other days I'll be the one doing them so yeah I think that has been really helpful for my mental space and physical mm. space. Of, yeah. There's an um, episode that we did a little while ago called All or Something. Huh. And yeah. I think that I it's think a really, that. it's a good um, reminder that it's not all or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, these, I often, like, often think in terms of all or nothing. And then you, you just get frustrated. If I wasn't able to get all of it done. Yeah. yeah, or you just don't start. Yeah, true. You just don't get. To, you just don't do anything because it, you're like, well, if I can't do all the washing, what's the point? Well, actually, the point is that tomorrow me will be really glad <laughs> yeah, that I just something. got one load of towels done. <laughs> yeah, I um I have found this really helpful. I think 
these like the shorter practical like here's the kitchen here's how the washing works here's how the intentional multiples can work is really good um listeners make sure you go back and listen to Jodie's full episode if you haven't already but thank you Jodie for coming and do this PS episode thank you so much uh, thank you I'm I'm glad firstly that I'm not the only one who was like I forgot all this important stuff but secondly that yeah you've made this space um us to come back and share the extra bits yeah the bonus, it's so the bonus good episode. listeners you'll see these episodes in your feed all week so enjoy and i will see you next week bye i would like to acknowledge the wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is recorded on I would also like to pay respects to their elders, both past and present of the Kulin Nation, and extend that respect to other Indigenous Australians. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to rate and review the show on your podcast app. That will help others to find the Art of Decluttering podcast as well. If you'd like any more information, you can visit theartofdecluttering.com.au and I would love to see you in my Facebook group. Just search the Art of Decluttering community on Facebook and join today. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.